Hey, lovely freaks, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you like things strange and unusual and true crime, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe or follow button. You can also head down to the description box and you'll see a link that will take you to our link tree. And that'll give you access to our social media like Instagram, Twitter, and all the jazz. And all that jazz. Yeah. Put some soul into it. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're here. We're back. We're not on film, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I know you always say it. I uh, say we just don't say it and I'm we just, just do not. it if we feel like we're going to do it. Yeah, I'm just not going to say it anymore. Um, anyways... We are going to be talking about aliens today. We're not Yay. really. Yeah, I mean, I guess aliens. It's an alien abduction. It's one I've never heard of, but um, yeah. <laughs> A little whistle ambiance in the back. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. Hopefully, you guys haven't heard of this one. I had not until I did it. It's probably going to be pretty short. It's not very long, but. Let's get into it, because I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, on This story is about Linda Napoli... Hold on. Napolitano? Napoli- Napoliatana. There we go. Napoliatana. Yeah. <laughs> her name is actually something else I can't think of it right now. I think that's like her middle name and her last name. But anyways, she goes by Linda in this. So, on November 30th, 1989, at 3 in the morning, she was asleep in her home in Manhattan, New York, beside her husband. While laying asleep, all of a sudden, she said that she woke up because she thought she felt like someone was watching her. Which was not wrong, because when she woke up, there were three small creatures in her room next to her bed. They had large heads, they were gray, and they had big eyes, and only stood about four foot tall. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, they were short. She turned to wake her husband up, but suddenly there was a message kind of like telepathically in her head that was saying, be quiet and do not wake up your husband. Hmm. And we have talked about this before with other cases where people, um, like, people say that they feel like they telepathically, like when they saw the UFOs or whatever, mm-hmm. like they telepathically couldn't walk away from it or... Or they felt pulled to it or something like that. Um, Excuse me. Even with our own UFO experience, we've talked about it many times, but like whenever the UFO was over our car and me and mom got out of the car, like I remember thinking, why the fuck am I getting out of the car? Like that's the dumbest idea. Yeah. But, you know, we didn't get abducted or anything like that. But it's almost like you had to or something. I don't know. It's really weird to explain. But... Anyways, so back to Linda. She said that she felt numb all of a sudden while she was, like, sitting there looking at these creatures. And she said she went to get, like, get up and start fighting, but she couldn't. And after, like, a few seconds, she realized that her whole body was numb and she was actually paralyzed. So the beings had paralyzed her in some way. She wasn't sure. But then a bright light appeared in her window of her bedroom. And she rem- she said that she remembered shutting her bedroom um, window. 
but all of a sudden it was open and there was a beam of blue light coming into the window. Mm. She said she then began to float above the ground. She floated out of her bedroom window and into the sky over the Brooklyn Bridge. She also could see that the beams were in the room. Um, the, the beings that were in the room with her, uh-huh. not in the room, the beings that were in the room with her, they were like beside her floating as well, like up to this mm-hmm. spaceship. The mm-hmm. spaceship was um, clam-shaped is what she said, which I meant means just like oval-shaped, oh, okay. basically. <laughs> I was like thinking the, like a huge clam. No, like, like just kind of oval-shaped, and then it had lights all the way around it mm-hmm. also. But she said that as she was floating, she was still conscious. And she said as she was floating towards this spacecraft thing or whatever UFO, she began to cry because she could feel the tears streaming down her face. Don't yawn. Sorry. Not too. <laughs> um, she could see the tears streaming down her face. Uh-huh. So she knew she was frightened, but she couldn't like move or anything. Hmm. Okay. So she was, like, paralyzed. Yeah. Then the doors opened to the spacecraft, and she went in. She described, um, so the the odd thing about it was that, um, I think at least 20, 21, 20-plus some odd people had seen her that night, and we'll get to talking about that in a little bit, but, yeah, they had seen this happen, and they had actually seen, like, her floating in the sky, and, like, these beings. Like, if wow. I saw some shit like that, I would never I sleep I would again. never, yeah, it would be bad. Like, I would be, I would lose my mind. I'd have to go to therapy. Yeah. There was also two people that um, saw her, like, up close, because they were close to her apartment where she was, and we'll talk about that, too, as well. We'll get there. She said that she, when she got into the spacecraft, she was kind of ushered through these doors, like um, doors, uh, what's, what's Emergency the room doors? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like they looked like... Um, Push-in doors? Doors that you know, uh, or could you walk up to something and it oh, slides oh, open. Um, Sliding doors automatic or whatever. Doors. Automatic doors, yeah. So she goes through these doors and she sees a table with like it was like an operating table Mm -hmm. she said she begins to scream and she she started to scream but didn't know if she was actually making any noise it just kind of you know how when you're like in a dream mm -hmm. and you're like trying to scream but you can't make any noise yeah you're talking about she could hear the beings talking, but they were talking in another language. She was terrified because she knew that once she got on the table, think bad things were going to happen. Mm-hmm. Once she was placed on a table, one of the gray beings stuck a foreign object up her nose, like a long uh, cylinder-type foreign object. Yeah. And almost immediately after the object was placed in her nose, she woke up in her bed two hours later at 5 a.m. in the morning. So, when she wakes up, she's kind of like, okay, maybe that was just a nightmare. Obviously, she's freaked out and can't decipher, is that a dream? Was it real? You know? Which would definitely, like, that would be the worst that feeling ever. That would be really yeah. creepy. And that would freak me out the most. So, she tries to go on with her life as normal. However, she keeps having pain in her nose after days and weeks and all this stuff. She also keeps, like 
freaking out. Sorry, I keep yawning. She also keeps freaking out trying to think like, okay, was that a dream? Was it real? Like, she's losing her mind basically over this. Which I would be too. Plus, she's having this pain in her nose. So, she decided to go to a doctor. Now, I have to say that the doctor that she went to was a family member. And that has to be said because some people don't believe her story because of that. Because it was a family member doctor. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They think maybe she faked the x-ray or something. I have no idea. Because you can see the x-ray. There's pictures of it on the internet. Mm -hmm. So, in the x-ray, there is a metal-shaped circular object in her nose. An x-ray. It's a foreign object. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't understand why they didn't remove it. So, it's just still in her? No. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But yeah. I don't understand why the doctor didn't remove Why her, you know, family, family friend or whatever family member wasn't like, let's remove that. Um, don't have a clue. Can't tell you. That was something I couldn't find in the research. Now, two years later, in 1991, she went back to the doctor. This time to a different doctor. And there was no metal object in her nose. So, she claimed that she was abducted again between the time that she was abducted the first time and 1991. So, she said that she thinks that's when they removed whatever was in her nose out <laughs> of it. Just like Steve forgot. Oh, shit, man. I forgot that thing I left in her nose. Oh, we gotta go get her. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, you had one job, Steve. <laughs> uh, but anyways. So, yeah. I thought that was really odd. And a lot of people, for that reason, obviously don't believe mm-hmm. her. Um, yeah. They find it hard to believe. But... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you could fake an x-ray like that. Like, if her family yeah. member could fake an x-ray or something. Um, or maybe just put an if metal they were object like up their nose. very technical, I mean, they could kind of Photoshop it in there. But yeah. Now, the second doctor did say that there was scar tissue and there was cartilage that looked as though it had been removed. Like, around mm. where the object would have been. Um. Which, to me, kind of makes me believe it, but whatever. Yeah, that's suspicious. So, after this, she contacts Bud Hopkins, who is a famous UFOologist. That's I thought you were going to say YouTuber. No, UFOologist. Mm-hmm. Alien abduction case specialist. He has been doing this for like 20-something plus years. He actually had his own um, experience, and so that's what made him start doing it. Bud also was a world-renowned artist... And he had his stuff in, like, all kinds of museums. But when he had his experience, he decided to, like, basically stop all of his artwork and become obsessed with aliens and trying to figure out the unknown. Hmm. So, that makes me kind of believe his stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. In 1996, Bud published a book about Linda's experiences. And all this information that I'm about to say came from the book, the book and, like what is what he gathered I guess you could say I remember I told you the two people that actually saw Linda um like out of her apartment come out be abducted like flying through the sky well they were two security guards that actually sent Bud a letter cause like I think the newspapers and like it got around town that this woman had seen something and blah blah so you know they contacted him and they sent him a letter Telling him that they were parked in a limo under a bridge when I think they may have been parked the same bridge that she said that um, the Brooklyn Bridge, the same one that she the spacecraft was kind of over. But they were parked on her apartment side, and so they were closer to the apartments. And they were um, 
could see a beam of light in the sky. First they said it was orange and then it turned blue. And then they saw these, in the beam of light, this woman being beamed up with these two beings beside her. Saying a lot of bees, but yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I, I would have been like, oh, I, would, I don't know what I would have done. They then saw a woman in, uh, I mean, <laughs> I just said that part. They, the guards then said that um, they tried to open the doors to their limo, but like something was keeping them from opening mm. it. And their names are Dan and Richard, so that's what what I'll be referring to them throughout the rest of this. Um, So what's crazy is they did not talk to Linda before they sent Bud the letter, and their stories matched up perfectly. Bud even told them not to contact Linda because he said that he didn't want their stories to get tainted, and they didn't want people to be like, oh, you got the story from her, you know her, Uh, blah, blah, blah. So he was like, don't contact her. Very smart. Yeah. And he does this a lot with other people, too. Like, he'll tell them, um, a lot of people, and we'll get to that, wrote in letters, and it was similar, occurring, like, similar things that they saw. Yeah. And he was like, don't contact anybody, you know, definitely not her, because I don't want... People every, to think. Yeah, people to think that everything was staged. Yeah. So, they sent in letters... Um, we don't know their last names, the two men, because he wanted to keep them anonymous. And also, they did send in recordings. A lot of people think that the letters and the recordings are fake. I don't know why Bud would go through that much trouble to try to doctor it. And some of the things that these guys do later on, they get a little weird. So, I don't know why he would want to lie about that either. So, I I believe that the men were probably real. We also don't know, um... No, just Adeline. Oh. <laughs> um, so, anyways, the men also said that they were security guards for, that's why they were in the limo, they were security guards for a UN diplomatic figure. And they were in, that was visiting New York at the time. So, the you know, he was a diplomat working with the UN. Yeah. He was in New York. The second letter they told, <gasps> sorry, I yawned again. Okay, I don't know what it is. I don't know. We're both yawning like crazy. It's not even that late. The grandma's. It's only eight o'clock. The second letter they sent told about the diplomat, and they said that he actually saw the encounter too. I don't know why they didn't say this in the first letter, but I digress. Whatever. And remember, at that, I I told you that there was also like twenty something plus people that saw that that night. Yeah. Well, we'll get to them in a minute, but these. so, the diplomat was one of the 20-something-plus people. So, um, it was these three, basically, and then some others. The security guards after this did say, like, after they saw this, they did say that they suffered from delusions, anxiety, and for years they suffered from guilt because they didn't know if um, they could have, like, saved her, you know, trying mm-hmm. to save her or whatever. Mm-hmm. They really, really wanted to speak to her, but, you know, that. Bud was like, no, leave her alone, don't talk to her, blah, blah, blah. So, it got so bad to the point where they wanted to see her, they went a little insane. They started stalking her outside of her apartment. Um, They believed that either her body was taken and an alien was put in her place. What? Or that she knew more about these aliens than she did or she had special powers or something like that. Hmm. So... I mean, if they went 
Oh. Sorry, guys. There's the aliens. Ah. No. <laughs> um, if they went a little crazy because of all that, and saying all that stuff and stalking her and everything, I would believe what they're saying. You have to see something that crazy to want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, the men get a little less credible, and I'll I'll explain that in just a second. Okay. So, um, eventually, the letters that the men started sending Bud became erratic, and they claimed that they were abducted that night as well. Mm-hmm. This part gets a little weird because it's almost like these men were either drove insane by what they saw or maybe since they knew the diplomatic person and the government maybe they were trying to like discredit this whole thing but Hmm. i don't know so bud told linda that she's um uh, she she also got hypnotized because she wanted he wanted to see if there was anything that she could remember as far as like uh like whatever she said that she passed out or whatever and woke back up in her room but it didn't work unfortunately there wasn't anything that she could remember she kept getting hypnotized over the years and we'll get to that too um but i don't want to give anything away anyways shut up Uh, (laughs) i was talking to myself Shut up, man. So, (laughs) April 29th, 1991, Dan and Richard, this is when they start getting fucking crazy. They decide that they're going to kidnap Linda, and that's what they do. Oh, okay. When they kidnapped her the first time. The first time? Yeah. Jesus. When they did this, they put her in the back of a van. She was just walking down the street. They put her in the back of a van. They started asking her questions. They were like, what did the aliens tell you? Do you know anything? Where did they go? Where did they take you? Et cetera. And Linda was like, I don't know anything. Like, everything that I've said is just it. Um, so, they let her go. And then Dan, a couple months later, he decided to abduct her again. Or, or kidnap her again. This time, he takes her to some house. And he becomes kind of very violent trying to, like, get answers out of her. He mm-hmm. even, like kind of hints at the like possibility of he's gonna like rape her because he's talking about like you know sexual things with her and whatever um but luckily richard the other guy he like comes in and he stops him and she let go i don't know why she didn't go to the police at this point because i would have i would have been like hey so these guys kidnapped me (laughs) um you know i would have went to the police but she She didn't go to the police didn't go to the police Mm -mm. that's weird so some think what if maybe the UN the the guys were there like I said because of the UN mm-hmm. because there were some government officials that also said that they saw something that night too. There was one government official that was on this bridge there was a traffic jam and um she said that she remembers like people honking their horns and like there was traffic and and it was like late at night, but this is New York, so I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's three o'clock in the morning, but you know, the city never sleeps. So yeah. there was a traffic jam. Everybody was honking their horns. So she gets out, and she's a government official as well. And she gets out and she looks up, and there's the beam of light with the being and the lady in it. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why this isn't talked about more. Yeah. Now, Bud did a pretty amazing job, like I said, at making sure that these people did not talk to each other, that all their stories were. Um, you know, sealed away in letters and stuff like that, and that they the the stories that they wrote were very similar as well. Bud was the only one that was allowed to talk to them. Bud even found out that the diplomat that was there that night 
Um, he found out his name. I can't think of it right now. It wasn't really that important. But um, because the reason why it wasn't that important is because they wrote letters back and forth to each other for a while. But then the guy was like, because I'm a UN diplomat, I can't talk anymore about this. And you don't need to contact me anymore. Like, I, I can't he say anything further. He must have given further. him good information, but he couldn't put it in there. Yeah. So the security guards came out with all kinds of weird stuff into the media and the newspaper. Um, I think it was, was it Richard or Bud? It was Richard. He made some crazy claims. He started claiming that uh, him and Linda were best friends all through grade school. And this wasn't the first time they had gotten abducted together. They had been abducted several times over the years. He also came out and said that when they were abducted this time, because, you know, I told you they at first said that they weren't abducted, but then later it said they were. Um, When they were abducted, they were in the ship and they had, you know, sexual relations. And then um, they said, he also said that her first oldest child was his child too. It was just weird. It was a lot of weird stuff that they came out with. And it was almost like they were trying to discredit her and make people be like, wait, there was one thing said, now another. These people are crazy. You know what I mean? It's either like the government maybe or maybe they just knew bud and they wanted to like be popular like they knew him and they were like oh yeah we saw something or but how would they know the same story you know yeah that's weird or maybe they they were just going crazy yeah i think maybe they were one of them because i say that because um like I said, we don't know the security guard's last names, but one of them actually does uh, die of a nervous breakdown. He has a nervous breakdown and wow. dies later on. Um, I would have a nervous breakdown if I saw that, too. Yeah. So, Linda continues to get hypnotized, and this is where things kind of go downhill for her story, where people believe her, because she starts changing her story mm-hmm. as she's getting hypnotized. Every time she gets hypnotized, there's something new. She claimed one time that her son was actually actually abducted two months before her. Mm-hmm. Then another time she claimed that when she was abducted, you know, after her abduction that time, that the ship had crash-landed somewhere. Um, it's just all over the place. And Bud, for some reason, he continued to stick with her. But at that point, I would have been like, okay, look, something's off. Yeah. <laughs> because... You keep telling me. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe every time she got hypnotized, there was something new that came out that she didn't even realize, you know? Because they do say that I would never get hypnotized because I don't want to know anything. Yeah. (laughs) Keep me in the dark. But they do say that there's a lot of things that can come up when you're hypnotized. Things you don't even remember happening to you when you're younger or, you know, things like this or anything like that. And I... There's lots of things I wouldn't want to remember. So, I just keep that locked away. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember most of my childhood. So, I don't want to... Yeah, know. we've talked about that before. It's just weird how we forget a lot of things. We forget a lot of things. Like, I, I barely remember some things from... I barely remember being, like, with you. Yeah. So, years later, Bud Hopkins actually started an alien abduction um, support group, basically. Linda was included. And this was just where people could go and, you know, be together and talk about their experiences. Because hundreds, if not thousands, of abduction stories happen every year. 
And some of them are a little crazy. Some of them are like, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. But there are so many. Literally, and we could talk for hours about scientists and professors who have done research on all this. Um, and literally the entire government being like, yeah, there, we saw something. Yeah. We saw an alien <laughs> yeah. craft. Some professors actually believe that the reason why aliens do abduct and are so particular about um, reproductive organs is because they want to make alien-human hybrids. They can't reproduce. Yeah. And so they think also maybe they know that, like, our Earth one day is just going to be a wasteland, and if they make alien-human hybrids, they can be more intelligent enough to... Keep it better, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I wonder um, if they can't reproduce or have sexual relations, and that's what they're... Or love. Well, so there are several different... And this is just by professors that have studied over the years, ufologists and things like that. But there are several different supposed alien races mm-hmm. out there. And we could talk about all those on a podcast one day. But, um, yeah, I mean... So, it could be. There could be. There are some that they don't believe can reproduce. Um, there's just a lot of different. There's so, I. You could just. You could research for days. There's a lot of stuff. Some of it's not. Some of it's just stupid. stupid. But some of it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know. And now that the government and the Pentagon has come out and said, yeah, so like, you know, I love how they waited till 2020 when everything was shit to be like. Yeah, hey, yeah, so aliens are real. And, and UFOs. We, no one cared. Literally, everybody like, was like, cool. oh, yeah, we yeah. know. We're all going to die anyways, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, COVID's around. Nobody gives a shit. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I, got, I think I think it's, they thought, we'll wait till something super big, big happens. Along. And then just slide this out there. Just yeah. slide into those DMs. We're like, so, um, this is real. And we're just like, yeah, okay, fuck it. <laughs> There's a virus killing people. I don't care. Um, But Linda, back to Linda, she stood by her story for all these years and to this day. Um, The security guards, like I said, they pretty much went crazy. One of them had a nervous breakdown and died. I don't know what happened to the other one. I don't even remember which one it it was that passed away. But, um, and that, there's no, there's no evidence that he passed away from that he could have a nervous breakdown about anything, but I just thought that was crazy. Um, so yeah, that is the story of Linda Napoleon. 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 I can't ever say that. Um, so yeah, what do you think? Yeah, that was crazy. Um, and what do you guys think? Let us know. Hold on, ow, my foot. Let us know in the comments um, if you believe her story or not. If less people wouldn't have seen her, I thought maybe. you said if lesbian people. What? I thought you said if lesbian people. If lesbian people. <laughs> no, if less people didn't see her. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't believe, but that, that's a lot of people. Yeah, so there are, like, some people were, like, newspapers and things like that were going to some of these people that he had in this book or whatever that claims that mm-hmm. and they they said that they take back what they saw like they didn't they don't know or like they would say we have no idea what you're talking about you know blah 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 
but that just could be people being scared to like talk to news and because yeah, cause even I'm the, sure the town would be like. You're crazy. You well, saw it's New York. I mean, oh, nobody well, would fucking nobody would care. care. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I thought it was really odd. Like, but even in the Travis Walton case, you know, we talked about um, where he's like in the woods and there he's with his coworkers. Some of them came out later and said that everything they said was false. But I just think. People probably just don't want to be bothered. She didn't make any money off of this. She didn't become rich. Because people were like, well, she just wants to be rich or she just wants to be famous. And I can't stand it when people say that about these cases because nobody really becomes famous or rich no. off of them. A half of the people the don't believe them. Don't believe them, yeah. And then the people that do, it's only like a small percentage of us in the world that maybe believe some of these people. So it's like... They're not rich and famous. I mean, you know, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, my God, i got to go meet her. Let's go. You know? So, I don't understand that. Um, and I don't know if she made any money off that book that uh, Bud Hopkins wrote. And it's not like a bestseller or anything. So, yeah. This is really odd. But let us know what you guys think. What do you think? Well, that's what I was going to say. What do I think? Um, do you believe her story? Sure. I don't know. There's just so many yeses and nos. Yeah. I mean, I believe her story. I believed her story up until the point where she started, like, changing it. And I was changing like, why? Where is this but that could from? be just, like, um, people hypnotizing her. Yeah. Like, you can hypnotize somebody too much. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think you can, actually. I think And it's they not just good. start changing stories and they be- it becomes a dream almost. Yeah. That could but, be it. I don't know. I thought that was insane though. If I... Honestly, if I saw a woman floating in the sky to this object with these beings, I would never speak about it. If the government or newspapers came to me, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Me. Have a good I day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> True. Because I, be like, be, I, I, I would be too like. afraid that one, they would think I was a psycho or two. Or the aliens would come and... Yeah. Or the government would be like, what do you know? Yeah. I know nothing. Let me or know. people could have come, like, government people have been like, hey, you don't need to talk about this. Here's some money. Yeah, that hush too. Hush. Oh, yeah. Because we've, well, we could also go down a whole rabbit hole where the government has covered up things a lot when it comes I to aliens. I would not doubt it. Now, no, I mean... Now it doesn't matter because they've come out. But there were things that have been classified since, like, uh, not Reagan. What's his name? Kennedy. Kennedy and stuff like that that have been classified. And they, you know, just now are like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was real. (laughs) (laughs) You know. So, anyways. All right. Well, we will... See you guys next week, I believe. I don't know what we're going to do next week. Probably murder. We'll, we'll go down a murder road. True crime. We need to do a serial killer. We haven't done one of those in a minute. What have we not covered? A what serial, serial killer, killer in a while. Covered? Oh, tons. <laughs> but um, we'll have some polls up on our Twitter so you guys can look at that and see what what uh which ones you want to want us to talk about yeah yeah this is what i was trying to figure out this this episode's been weird oh yeah i can't think it's Um, been a bad day it's been a bad it's been a weird weird day all right we'll talk to you guys next time Bye. bye